Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 370, Business and Busyness, by Seth Godin of seths.blog. And hi again, I am Dan, I am your host and your narrator here on the podcast, and it is my job and privilege to read from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship every single day of the week, including weekends and holidays. And with that, we're gonna hear another post from Seth Godin as we optimize your life. Business and Busyness by Seth Godin of seths.blog. Our time is worth something. Too often, though, we're guilty of spending it foolishly or out of habit or without intention. Despite our lousy track record, though, it is possible to spend it wisely, just as we try to spend or invest anything valuable. We wouldn't buy medicine that we knew didn't work or invest in ads that never ran. It seems, though, that time doesn't have to meet the same bar. If you had a factory job, it wasn't your job to worry about productivity. Somebody else was in charge. You did what you were told, all day, every day. Now more than ever, you're likely to be running a team, managing a project, or deciding on your own agenda as a free agent. Time is just about all you've got to spend. And yet, we hardly talk about productivity. Productivity is the amount of useful output created for every hour of work we do. You can measure that output in money if you want to. It makes the math easier. But in fact, it's everything from lives changed to knowledge shared. What matters is the answer to a simple question. Did I spend my day producing enough benefit for all the time invested? A teacher has a class for 160 days, an hour a day. How to spend that time? How to spend today? How to spend the next five minutes? What's the most productive choice? Henry Ford and the other productivity pioneers of the Industrial Revolution understood this to their bones. He designed the Model T to be efficient to build. As a result, each of his workers produced far more value per day than they could working at a competitor down the street on a car that wasn't as thoughtfully engineered. Since his workers were more productive, he could charge less for the car. Since they were more productive, he could pay them more and thus get better workers. And since they were more productive, he could invest in advertising and brand building. The end result is that the car industry went from 2,300 companies to a dozen or so. It's worth pausing there for a second. The competitors didn't have workers who tried less or who took more breaks or who were weaker, less skilled, or lazy. The other companies lost because Ford focused on productivity in a way that they didn't. The internet has opened the door for more people to organize and plan their day than ever before, and we're bad at it because we associate busyness with business with productivity. Here are some useful ways to think about it. One, the best way to improve productivity is to measure it. That means identifying the inputs. How much is your time worth? 
Is there anyone besides you who's working for free, trading favors, burning all the candles? And identifying the outputs. What's the worthy final output of all your effort? Here's a hint. Likes and friends are not an output. Social media might offer metrics that tell you if you're moving toward what you hope to produce, but don't confuse the map with the territory. As soon as you try to make a temporary metric go up at the expense of the real goal, you're on your way to mere busyness. Two, once you know what you seek to produce, not an easy task, add up all the time you spent to create it. That's your current productivity. So for example, if you're a musician and you have to work 60 hours on the side to organize, prepare for, and run a gig that makes you $600 in revenue, your productivity is $10 of value created per hour. Given that your time is finite, the objective is to compare time spent on that project with time spent on an alternative one. If you need 120 hours to write, mix, and launch a track on SoundCloud that earns you $3 in royalties, it's pretty clear which path created more value, if you're using money as a metric. Of course, once you decide that being popular on SoundCloud makes those tickets easier to sell, it gets complicated again. Three, get focused on the challenges and benefits of connection. Imagine two buildings under construction. Both have 25 well-trained, well-paid, hard-working construction workers. One building, though, was built in half the time of the other. What happened? Well, it turns out that construction almost always slows down because people are waiting. Waiting for the waterproofing to get done while they wait for the specialist, or waiting for parts, or waiting for another part of the project. The internet is the home of the connection economy, which means that this challenge is multiplied by 100. What are you waiting for? When you're waiting, what are you doing to create value? Four, unlike factories, which are very special cases, our productivity varies wildly. It depends on the project, on the connections, on where we are in the process. If you're working the same number of hours every day and getting very different amounts of output each day, it is definitely worth figuring out why. What happens to your output if you quit when you're done, not at 6 p.m.? What happens if you take on more of the high-output projects and choose to walk away from the low-output ones? Five, and finally, embrace the fact that trained people are more productive than untrained ones, that skill matters, that leaning into what you don't know makes you more productive, that hiring someone who knows what you don't know makes you more productive as well. Busy is not your job. Busy doesn't get you what you seek. Busy isn't the point. Value creation is. You only get today once. Your team does too. How will you spend it? You just listened to the post titled Business and Busyness by Seth Godin of seths.blog. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply.
And big thanks to Seth, who is a super popular writer. He's got 19 best-selling books. He's also the creator of Alt-MBA, which is an online leadership and management workshop. Alt-MBA uses digital tools to engage with small groups of 120 students in an intense four-week process. It's been going on since 2015, and it has transformed the lives of more than 4,500 people in more than 70 countries. And a little more about Seth himself. He's been writing daily on his blog for over a decade now. More than 60,000 people have taken his online courses, and he's got five TED Talks. His site is definitely worth checking out. He's got a lot to offer there, so swing by seths.blog to check it all out. But that is it for today. I thank you so much for listening through to the end. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll be back again with you tomorrow for the Wednesday show, and that's where I'm gonna have a post from Steve Chu. So I'll see you there, where your optimal life awaits.